It's Monday at an unfortunately early hour. This time is designed to be festive. It is the the convocation breakfast. Unfortunately, that breakfast happens to be at 6.30 a.m. Uh, to allow students time to get to their 8 a.m. classes and to make sure that as many students as possible could join so that it didn't conflict with any class times. So there are a lot of sleepy students in the dining hall of the admin building, and they are listening to the latest of several boring, boring speeches by the admin, the, the administrative team. Finally, it seems to be coming to a close as a woman steps up to the microphone and looks around at the crowd of students who are still doggedly trying to maintain interest. And she looks around the room and says, Welcome, freshmen, transfer students, continuing education students, to your first year at Monaghan University. And she kind of spreads her arms wide. As Dean of Diversity and Recruitment, it is my job to make sure each of you are personally welcomed and feel like you belong here on campus. Uh, my office is here in the admin building, uh, room 232. And you are welcome to come to me if you have any difficulties acclimating to the campus culture or anything of that nature. And now... I officially declare the school year begun. As her hands have been spread wide, now she kind of claps them together and looks around expecting applause and the students oblige, uh, understanding that it is finally time for all of you to get in line and get breakfast. So you all getting in line, uh, what looks good? What, what breakfast foods look good for all of you? Eggs. <laughs> Reggie's just going for a bunch of freaking eggs and nothing yeah, else. I'm I'm gonna level with you. He's a ketchup and eggs kind of guy. Like he gets the oh, big old yeah. like batch of scrambled eggs, yeah. puts it on there, gets some ketchup, ketchup in there. Egg. This was my way of casually trying to slip in that I'm that person, and now I know not to say that to you guys. How <laughs> could you? Is it it's too late to time. like replace Cordell? It's oh, only with no. scrambled eggs, I oh, promise. No, no. But Curse. do you eat any other eggs besides <laughs> scrambled Cordell? Yeah. I eat sunny side up and omelet. Okay. okay. Okay, that's fine. Okay. <laughs> that's a, that's uh acceptable. Norman's just getting some oatmeal with some fruit fruits in it. Specifically nice. blueberries. Yeah, yeah, there's that oatmeal station with a bunch of fruits and nuts next to it. Uh, and Ooh, so, you know, the there's pecans. the big hot, yeah, there's the big hot pot of oatmeal and then um, like a, you know, bowl next to it of granola. And so you can either get granola or oatmeal. And then there's like yogurt and there's blueberries, pecans, all that good stuff. Um, there's some like some brown sugar or honey that you can add. Uh, there's even like a stick of butter. And so that's kind of the cereal station, you know, there's those 
weird cafeteria cereal dispensers. Um, <laughs> and then, yeah, Reggie, you go up to like the main buffet line and get your eggs. Um, what about Marcy and Will? What are you grabbing for breakfast? Marcy is just getting like a ton of food. She's like really trying to, I mean, she's uh, secretly <laughs> under her massive clothing, beefy person. But uh, she ha- she's getting just like a ton of sausage, like piled high, so much eggs. Um, she has gotten like three glasses of milk that she has set in front of her that she will be finishing by the time that she's done there. Um, and she has like she has like her massive like jug of water that is also just like sitting there. And um, before she sits down to eat her eggs, she reaches into a side holster and pulls out a small bottle of green Cholula to. Um, apply to her eggs before she eats those (laughs) yeah and there is definitely like a condiment area that has green cholula but marcy is just you know marcy Marcy always comes prepared she She was she she wasn't trusting like that she's like no way i bring my own cholula (laughs) excellent reggie real quick like are we all eating together actually i was wondering that yeah do you think if you all noticed each other um, because it's a pretty small student body, you know, I imagine a lot of the upperclassmen didn't really come to this thing. So it's, you know, it's mostly freshmen, maybe a few sophomores, every, um, you know, a couple juniors and seniors here and there who for some reason really like the ceremony or just really want free food, um, and are willing to get up that early in the morning to, to get it. Norma would have like grabbed a mug. And like try got a little bit of coffee in it and sipped it, and then it's like ah okay now pours it out gets a full thing of hot chocolate and then it goes to probably one of the like center tables and just sits down by okay. himself with the oatmeal and the hot chocolate. So I'd say the rest of you noticing Norman sitting there, um, would y'all gravitate toward each other slash toward Norman, or do you think you would? go off and sit by yourselves because you definitely notice each other sitting there i think william first of all 100 percent drinking black coffee and a stack of pancakes that's it i think he would gravitate towards norman and i imagine and cordell like correct me if i'm wrong but like if cordell and i share or if reggie and william share a room they probably just walked there together Mm -hmm. I'd agree with that. So I feel like Red he William kind of bumps Reggie as they walk up the line and says, "We probably got to sit with the nerd." Yeah, right? Reggie'd be like shrug, and then they'd go. You know, over the it's possible that over the weekend, um, you know, there were kind of icebreaker activities where um, you may have hung out some with like your major groups, but um, you know, you may have spent a little time together, maybe at least be like familiar with each other over the weekend. Also, due to the kind of wacky experience you all had, you're definitely not strangers, you know? So, yeah, you all sit together, have breakfast. Um, uh, I was going to say Marcy uh, does not do that. Okay. <laughs> so, I was say, like, I yeah. mean, like, like, uh, what are these like longer tables? I'd imagine they're like lunch tables. Yeah. Are they like, yeah, they're like in a row? Are, um, there are some long tables in the center and then. On either side, there are a few booths and like kind of four top tables. And then there are two person tables, kind of those tall type on like the far wall. 
um, farthest from the entrance. Gotcha. So Marcy is going to sit at the same, I assume, are y'all at a long table? Is that what the, the sitch is? Yeah. Sure. Okay. Yeah, towards, I think towards the center okay. is what. Marcy's going to sit at the same long table, just at the opposite end. She's going to look over Ooh. at them to acknowledge them. I love them, this. And then she's just going to sit down. I do love this. Yes. Yeah. As y'all eat, is there any kind of breakfast conversation that goes on or is it all just silent eating? Uh, hey, Reggie. Yeah? You, uh, classes, you you have them. Pretty sure, yeah. Are, uh, you, are, you're, are, are you, um, are you excited? Uh, excited? For, I don't know. Are you excited? Very good foreplay, William. <laughs> I don't know. You have glasses, so I assume you must be that. a nerd. I have seen the human television. <laughs> Yeah, th- you can say that much better, William. Come on, I've seen you. I've seen you talk way better than that. Okay, one more, t- one more try. One more. Are try. you guys? Oh, fine, 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 fine. Are you guys excited for classes? Yes, yes, I am. Yeah, yeah. I think I think it's gonna be pretty good. God, I really should not start talking before I've had my coffee. Jesus. Christ. They should like put that on a shirt or something you could wear. Uh, you, you know, if they sold that shirt, I would not buy it because that sounds tacky as hell. Norman writes down in his notebook, his journalism notebook he's got on the table. I guess it would be a journal. <laughs> he writes in his journal. <laughs> Except it says Get. journalism notebook on it. Yeah, on the front it says journalism notebook. But it's a journal. <laughs> it says Get William one of those shirts winky face he writes he draws a little winky face to himself god uh what time is uh what time's your uh what time's your first class all of your first class is at eight and it's the same class and it's world lit one by the way i just haven't made documents for the rest of you appreciate that i did not know the answer so so world lit yeah fun Yeah, I guess I guess we can walk there together. We all got in the, got the same class. I just like look over towards Marcy, be like, "Yo, you coming? Coming? Where? Wait, wait. Are you? Do you, do you all also have world lit? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I guess sure. The gang's back together again. <laughs> uh, did I, you just call us the gang? Maybe. I'd like to think that. Reggie's sitting next to Norman, and every time Norman jots something down in the book, Reggie's definitely just not even trying to hide that he's reading over his shoulder. <laughs> you see a lot of random scribblings, some of them about about you guys. You probably specifically see one at the bottom where Norman has written, Stop reading over my shoulder, Reggie. <laughs> he- <laughs> He That's he gives a one. he gives a, a pretty good like head nod to it with a small smile. And he's like, nice. And then he <laughs> then he keeps reading the rest of the book. <laughs> <laughs> you got me. Keeps reading. Yeah, he's like, ah oh, man, good job. Caught red hand. Where are the secrets? Where are the secrets? <laughs> oh Jesus. Um. Yeah. So you've noticed that. The big bell in the bell tower 
uh, rings. It does a big ring on the hour and the half hour. Uh, so, you know, it is the bing, bong, bing, bong, you know. Um, Finish And it. then, no. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> Fuck you. No, it's, um, <laughs> yeah, there's like a few different kind of tunes it cycles through, but you get the idea that it rings on the hour and the half hour. Once it is 7.30, once you hear kind of that 7.30 bell, that is about when all the students kind of start uh, moving toward their respective uh, classes and slowly the dining hall starts to empty. Well. All right, well, I guess we got to get to class, huh? I... I mean, it's only it's only seven thirty. Why are they leaving so early? It's this call. This campus is not like huge. They realize they have time, right? I mean, there's like no there's like no problem with getting to class on time or early or whatever. I mean, yeah, I did. You're right, but that doesn't. I don't know. Like get your like laptop and everything set up, you know? Yeah, yeah. I probably should think about getting places early for more. Uh, Laptop time. Yep. That was a weird sentence. It was. Yes. I'm exhausted. He's having I'm a weird day. Guys, I... Did... Oh, did, you, did, did you not, did you not finish your coffee? Just... What? What? I did didn't you not... say anything. Did you, did you not finish your coffee? I... I no. Chug, chug, he chug, He chugs chug, the rest chug, of the coffee chug, as fast chug. as he can, I guess. Through his fangs, I'm, and it looks insane. No, just... not through the fangs. Wait, are the Wait, fangs like you're straws? a vampire? <laughs> just kidding. Norman doesn't say that because he doesn't know. I mean, are the know. fangs like straws, or do they just puncture and then you drink like normal? Yeah, you shotguns the coffee. I shotgun the coffee <laughs> by <laughs> taking the ceramic mug and just shattering it against the fang to make a little tube, like a little. Aw, dang it. <laughs> Just shatter the mug with your face. No. Uh, but I was memeing. That was probably, I'm sorry, you didn't have to chug that. That was probably really hot. That was way too hot. Yeah, I don't know why you actually did it. I was kind of, okay. Fear pressure. That hurt. That really hurt. I have powers, I guess. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you have the power to control people, Norman. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> So, um, yeah, y'all kind of start trickling away toward your, uh, toward your classroom. Uh, you have been given a campus map as part of your, um, as part of your welcome packet. Uh, so you can see that it's the building next door to the, uh, to the admin building and you see it labeled as the college of arts and humanities but uh because of your tour um you know that everyone just refers to that as the old college uh and you also know that's where your uh registration was and also where you found the weird tunnels under the uh under the building so you head there as they're walking there, Reggie's like next to Wilma and he's like, do you, do you want to cut class and go back in those tunnels? Maybe not day one, maybe day two. Okay, cool, cool. I'll see you Wednesday then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. 
And then he, he reaches out for a fist bump. Uh, uh, yep, William gives him a fist bump. Good start. Nice. <laughs> right. Okay. So bypass this moving on past that moment, I guess. Um, yeah, the uh, the top two floors um, are all offices, uh, as you can see from kind of the uh, the building layout that's on a plaque on the wall when you first walk in. The top two floors all appear to be offices, um, and then the there are three floors that are classrooms. Uh, on kind of the long side of the building, and then the two short wings are um, also offices. Uh, so you head to your classroom on the third floor, uh, and this room uh, is room 312, and it is, yeah, where your World Lit 1 class will be. It has that kind of, uh, like, small tiered layout where there's four rows of long tables and each one is kind of on a step where the back of the room is the highest um kind of like stadium seating yeah stadium seating but very small uh and you know each um so there's you know a long table and a row of chairs and then a step and then another long table there's four rows each seat about 10 students so you know the classroom can probably hold about 40 um but as the room fills up there's probably not more than like 25 in the class itself um so where do each of you sit are there windows in the back uh there are there are windows in the back probably second row for william second Second row row? as far to the end as he can get okay Norman would just follow him. I'd say Reggie would go to the back row in kind of the corner. Uh, is the chair close enough to the wall that he can lean it back on the back two legs against the wall? It's not, but you can absolutely scoot it back just so uh, the professor just immediately knows what kind of student you are. <laughs> he does exactly that. <laughs> Scoots it back, leans two legs up against the wall, and like kind of bunches his hood up behind his head so he can lay it against the wall. Nice. And then Marcy, where are you sitting? At the other back corner? I, I guess Marcy's like, she uh, realizes like the whole like sitting a little bit farther away from them and then having to walk to the exact same location as them was a bit awkward. So in order to try to avoid this, she's just going to sit on the second row with uh, the other two. Nice. Okay. So just as the uh, bell starts up again, you see the door open and your professor stride in. Uh, he is wearing a a brown suit jacket uh, and a blue and gold striped tie, uh, blue jeans. His hair is balding on the top, uh, but a little bit past his ears. Um, on on the sides and it's kind of a dark brown he wears the 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 tortoiseshell glasses that seem to be super popular uh, among uh, at least among students here uh, and among professors most places Um, and he's wearing uh, like black nike sneakers and he 
looks at all of you as he walks in and he's like, so this is the sorry bunch of sods they've given me this year. And he just kind of side eyes all of you and then gives it about a three second beat before going, I joke, I joke, of course. Welcome, welcome to your first day of World Literature One. My name is Dr. Morris Brecken. Uh, I will hand out a syllabus for all of you to peruse. It will also be found on our Blackboard page online if you ever bother uh, looking at it, which I know most of you won't. Here we go. And he just starts passing out the syllabi um, and, you know, hands it off to one student. That student starts passing it down as they are... Uh, as they're passing it down, and it's like, all right, so I know I have under no illusions that any of you want to be here. Let's get that out of the way right now. Um, but as your instructor, it is my duty to make this as fun for you as possible while still allowing you to learn things. That is kind of the purpose. Uh, we go high fun, high rigor. How does that sound to all of you? Whoa! Oh, um. Sorry. Yeah, he 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 paused and like expected nobody to actually answer, but was still like pausing as if he did expect an answer, but like assumed everybody knew that like a simple like head nod or like silence would kind of be, you know, an assent answer to that question. But <laughs> he's never actually had someone give that response, much less a a cheer, and he just kind of looks at you. And um, then back down his papers. He's like, moving on. Uh, so the study of the literatures of the world, the creation of texts by uh, the cultures that made up the ancient world through the end of the Middle Ages. That will be our focus for the semester. Obviously, I have... Uh, civilizations and periods that are kind of my interest, my uh, areas of expertise. But of course, I will devote as much time on each literary period and area that each of you would like to focus on. And he goes on like this uh, and introduces the course, uh, introduces the syllabus, and as you're kind of looking around the class, uh, you see one familiar, well, not face, uh, you see a familiar helmet. Um, so uh, to the left of all of you who are sitting on the second row and um, in front of you, Reggie, you see the sl side slash back of the Crusader helmet, and you see you see Calvin Born Traeger uh, dressed up in his Crusader getup, and you guess he's in this class too. Yeah, the class goes pretty well, and he's kind of uh, introducing the first reading that you'll be doing um, for the semester, and so he's um, I mean he's like okay. Uh, we will first be covering Gilgamesh. This is the uh, the the blueprint text for um, 
many of the works we will be covering this semester. It is the almost foundation of the epic tradition, as you will see. Um, is Are any of you familiar with, with the Epic of Gilgamesh to start out with? Um, yeah. He, he, he looks back toward the back with surprise at you, Reggie, and waits for you to continue. That was, that was not Reggie. That was Caleb. That, that was, was not Reggie. Oh, that was Caleb? Dang, yes. your voices sound similar tonight. Yeah. Yeah, I have a cold. cold. Am I um, just cold, Caleb? Cold Caleb yeah, you're sounds cold, a lot Caleb. like Cordell sometimes. Yeah, yeah, no, I do. Uh, yeah, kind of a little bit. Cold least. Caleb was one of my favorite 90s grunge bands. Moving on. <laughs> Welcome to Monahan Radio. This is Cold Caleb. <laughs> <laughs> Filled with lots of sniffs and coughs as well. So, yeah, uh, Brecken. That is that is Doctor Brecken. Knew it. Or Doctor B, if you wish to be more familiar. But yes, continue. Hi, Doctor B. And your name is? Uh, William William Calhane. Yes, uh, William. How uh, familiar are you with the Epic of Gilgamesh? I mean, I I've, I've, I've read it. It, I've read parts of it at least. Like, are we gonna read the whole thing? Cause like, no, we will read selections from it that will hopefully encapsulate the main, uh, the main s- story beats, the main themes. Oh, uh, which version though? Cause like, there's the version where uh, ogre dude is presented as an evil person. But then there's also the version where Ogre Dude that Gilgamesh kills uh, is actually kind of given a little bit of a redemption at the end. Not as like a redemption redemption, but like it kind of gives him some redeeming qualities and makes Gilgamesh more of an interesting character. Reggie from the back row goes, Beowulf! All right, well, you. Uh, you there in the back who has a surprisingly literary cough uh that will be an interesting subject for a for an essay assignment would be the parallels between uh the monster hunana in uh gilgamesh and grendel in beowulf certainly um wait straight up cordell's dumb i thought caleb was intentionally talking about beowulf no i just couldn't remember the name hunana Oh, heck. I don't know anything about Gilgamesh. I've read the Jeez. entire thing. It's actually pretty fun. Actually, it's that's just canonically how Reggie coughs every time as he says Beowulf. 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 <laughs> Beowulf. Beowulf. Got to keep that one, got to keep that one in check. Uh, but uh to answer your question, uh we will be reading the 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 standard Babylonian version uh and I need to do some Googling to remember what translation I am useful, used to. Yeah, but no, Cordell, Cordell and everyone else. There's basically, uh, until like 2012, there wasn't, there was a missing tablet from the Epic of Gilgamesh where it talks about Hunana was like, as Gilgamesh and his friend that came to kill him came upon them. Uh, Hunana was literally like picking flowers and taking care of animals and they still killed him. Oh, dang. 
No, I thought you were talking about Beowulf and Grendel, how the one, like, novel way later about Grendel humanized him. I forgot that was a thing. Yeah, yeah. I I thought Caleb was intentionally being obtuse, but I am simply uninformed. Ah. But yeah, no, I've definitely read... I've read John Gardner's Grendel. It was really weird. Uh... But it was good. I almost did because I really like okay, Beowulf, but No, it's good. I would I would recommend it. It was like it's a fun read, you know? Alright, um, I'll add that to Marcy's reading list. Welcome to the Latin Club Literature Hour. <laughs> yeah, welcome to the actual <laughs> literature club. <laughs> what the fuck are we doing right now? Um no. <laughs> anyway. So uh yeah, so Dr. Brecken, uh as this conversation is going on between the students and he's very surprised because no one has taken interest this early in the course in ancient mesopotamian literature it just kind of like tries to restore order and he's like anyway we will be reading the uh the stephen mitchell translation which is um the excerpts that would be found in your uh norton anthology of uh world literature uh hope that answers your question yeah sure all right any uh i feel like you have given us as good an introduction as any uh uh william and um what was your name in the back reggie reggie yes well william and reggie have given us a great jumping off point um you will actually be reading uh from the uh beginning lines of the epic of gilgamesh to the um end of the slaying of the monster hunana um which might a hundred percent not be his name actually i when i looked it up it was like humaba or huawa or oh huawa that's it never mind huawa pretend i said that every single time i said hunana just edit it in so but like really poorly who yeah, and also <laughs> edit out me Who bringing up Beowulf at all because I just feel dumb. No, don't. No, that's, that's great. D- that's actually very smart and, and very in character. Cool. Yeah, because like there's the whole like there's the whole like Grendel's mom thing because Grendel's oh, yeah. mom did nothing wrong, you know. That's true. That's um, true. That was very sexy of me to bring up. Grindel's yeah. mom um, Let's talk about got it going Grindel's on. Grindel's mom has got it going on. Grindel's milk. Grindel's milk, right? We get the milk cut of Beowulf. You mean the movie? Jesus Christ. Beowulf. It's Jason Bourne. Beowulf is very good. Anyways, and he wraps up class with giving you that reading assignment and as you're leaving class uh he kind of stops the two of you reggie and william and pulls you aside kind of like does the polite wave at all the students that are you know as they're leaving that are like oh thank you you know like getting the general like um have a nice day thanks that you know the politer students will do um and as the other students are leaving, he looks at the two of you. Interesting. Uh, so, uh, what are your full? What are each of your full names? I can check on the on the roster, but um, we introduce ourselves one more time. William bumps Reggie. <laughs> uh, Reginald Belfry. Reginald Belfry. Your your parents 
are are they alumni of this institution? I haven't heard the name Belfry here. Nah, mama. A first year, a first generation knight. Interesting. Cr- crusader. All right. Well, uh, that was very astute observation as sardonically delivered as it might have been. Uh, I hope to hear more of you, uh, more, fr- more from you this semester. Don't sell yourself short, uh, Reginald. What about you? Ah, uh, William. William Calhane. William Calhane. Yes, your your father. Your your father was was a student here, I believe, and if I'm not mistaken, is still one of our most regular donors. Uh yes indeed. Uh granddad yeah, granddad was a student here too, but uh he, you know, he's not here, so uh, uh I'm sorry for your loss, yes. Oh, I met him like three uh, times. It's not a big deal. Okay. Well, in any case, it's good to have another another Calhane here at the university. Obviously, your father did great things, and just this first day of class leads me to expect the same from you, William. Um, I am the faculty sponsor of a uh, an academic organization here on campus. If you haven't gotten one of our flyers yet, um, and kind of returned to the to the lectern and flips open his massive three-ring binder and um, hands you two more of the flyers you've already seen, which are for the Latin Club. Uh, William looks over at Reggie. Reggie reaches out and takes one. Uh, we share a room. We could be, we could, uh, I don't need it. a waste of paper. Dr. Brecken shrugs and kind of waves you out of the classroom as if like, okay, good to meet you. As they walk away, Reggie to William under his breath goes, whatever sardonically means. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Thank you. Thank you. I'm going to say also canonically in class. Um, so uh, Marcy was taking notes and like one of her notes was, isn't it Huwawa? <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, because in in fiction he said it right. It's no. Miranda who can't remember. I refuse. What how it words sound like? No, and but I like also, uh, I like the and, layer that adds to Marcy. And she was and she was drawing a monster the entire time as well. Good. She was sketching. Okay. Anyways, well, Norman was dead. <laughs> Norman, <laughs> was dead. <laughs> Norman was taking notes. <laughs> On the syllabus, which is already printed. (laughs) Norman folded up the syllabus neatly and put it into the journal on the page that he was taking extra notes on because he filled out the syllabus already. What's up, gamers? It's your girl, Sammy. Thank you for listening to this episode so far. Um, Just wanted to pop in here since we don't got any sponsors yet. We are sponsored by you, by our friends and family listening. So if if you want to find us some different places other than just these podcasts, 
We got a Twitter, and that's at Nat Wonderful, N-A-T-W-N-D-E-R-F-U-L. We have a TikTok, which is actually the exact same as our Twitter. Then we got an Instagram, which is N-A-T, the number one, D-E-R-F-U-L. Then we got an email, which is that same, but it's at Gmail. All right. Thank you, guys. This episode and next episode, Caleb is going to sound a little wonky. You probably already noticed it for this episode. Uh, Sorry about that. We had some technical difficulties, but we should be perfect audio quality back on episode five. So we will see you then. Have a great day. Merry Christmas. Happy Valentine's Day. episode everybody (laughs) great job no i was gonna say i'm still trying to find how i created reggie's schedule to see if i could do it for everybody else but for now uh your next classes are yeah sammy and or not sammy who's sammy what Uh, (laughs) (laughs) no norman and william uh both have uh comp one next so Fun. Y'all have another class together. Yeah. Marcy has art appreciation. And Woo-hoo. Reggie has uh, Latin, uh, which is taught not by Dr. Brecken, strangely enough, uh, Reggie, as you walk into you walk into your Latin class, you see a woman there. And she is a little shorter in between like middle aged and what you might consider like older, you know, like grandparent age. Um, so probably like in between there, you know, fif- like late fifties, early sixties and, uh, some kind of frizzy hair, uh, and a lot of notes already kind of spread out on the desk in front of her. Uh, she waits until everyone walks into class. She got there before all the students and she has, uh, Salve to Scipuli, and then uh, waits for all for to see if anyone will respond with the correct, you know, greeting. Uh, do I do I need to do anything? Or I mean, you you can make a check, you know, the uh, language other check to see if you know the correct response. I'll give. I'm about to give all of you a chance to see if you can make a successful skill check. But you know, for this class, Reggie. And make a because if you have Latin as one of your skills, then great. If not, then you would just be yeah. Like if you have Latin under your other languages as one of your skills, then you can use that number. If not, then the success would be would be one because the average person has a one percent chance of knowing this. I actually have Latin as one of my skills. Nice. So go ahead and roll that then. So that's either, I think that's a nine, zero, zero, and a nine. Yeah, that's a nine. Yeah, that's a nine. Yeah, I did. Uh, My Latin score is 40. 40, okay. Uh, Go ahead and check the box next to that. And you look up at her and you say, Solway Magistra. And she looks impressed.
I had a joke for if I failed, and I was just gonna say Laura Mipsum, but oh my god, that's great. Um, yeah, no, another kid, uh, another kid mumbles Laura Mipsum good. under their breath, good. and it gets a good laugh. So spiritually, it's there. Always have one in the chamber. Yeah, much the same. You know, syllabus day is um, pretty much the same in most classes. It kind of goes the way you expect it to go. Marcy, you go to art appreciation, and uh, the teacher greets you um, as you come in, greets each student, shakes their hand as they walk into the classroom. And the professor, uh, who is... Her name is uh, Christine Woolworth. Um, All right. Students, uh, welcome to Art Appreciation with me, Christine Woolworth. Uh, A little bit about me. I was born in Cincinnati, and I have a parrot named Parker. Uh, And she shows, shows you on her PowerPoint slides of her and her parrot. And... Yeah, that class goes pretty similar. Um, we'll give you also the chance to say something really smart and cool in this class, but I don't know that much about art. Um, let's say, you know, she said when are the earliest was well, the earliest example that of of that we could call art in history or something, and then it's probably some cave drawing or something. And then Marcy recognizes it, perhaps. Yes. I, yeah. The uh. Oh, it's some. Um... I can roll plus art. Yeah, go ahead and roll for your art. Um, is it painting? Is your art skill thing? Mine. Ah, uh, let's see. Mine not might also not be set up right. Mine just says art, so I don't know how I. Yeah. Well, then let's say you probably just took one art skill if you didn't fill out multiple different ones. Yeah, I just got um... art five percent. I don't know what that means, but oh, so you, I guess you didn't pick art as one of your major skills. No, I did. There's um, a there's a seventy there. Oh, a seventy. Okay, then yeah, then seventy would would it would that would be seventy, not five. Then yeah, I, I don't know why it says five percent next to it, but I think that's just like mm, auto. Well, that's that's the, the placeholder yeah. modifier. Yeah, the yeah. placeholder. If you were a normie Me. and didn't have an art background at all, then it'd be it'd be five. Okay, gotcha. Okay, um, so I have a seventy. Yeah, so you roll for art. All right, rolling for art. Success. Hell yeah. Uh, Then you totally, and you're like, yeah, it was the the Luskow Caves. And I don't even know that's how you say it or if that's the earliest known art, but that's what you say and the teacher buys it. She's like, Marcy Marcy says it super convincingly. Yes, and from that time on, uh, I'm getting more Midwestern as I go here. Here we go. Uh, And from that time on, uh, humanity has been creating art and it has been fabulous and we are going to go on that journey and learn all about the basics uh the elements of art the different art movements over the uh, uh over time and we're going to um maybe practice doing a little art ourselves and won't that be fun yeah sure sounds fun uh and again it's it's syllabus day it's the first day of class it goes much the same and uh then William and Sammy are in their comp one class. Who's uh, Sammy? Fuck. <laughs> Sammy is Norman. That's a fun nickname I have for Norman. <laughs> for some reason, everyone calls him Sammy. Normie's, um, mi- Normie's, Normie's. Norman's middle name is Sam. 
It's just Sammy. <laughs> <laughs> it's Sa- Sa- uh, Sammy. Yeah. Yes. His <laughs> middle name is Samberger. Is <laughs> <laughs> Andy Samberg. <laughs> Normie Andy Samberg Guile. You get in here right now. <laughs> That's it. That's Canonical. It. Canonical oh, name. That's what it is. That's their name. There we go. Um, anyway, <laughs> but yeah, Norman and William are both in Comp 1. The professor for this is actually, um, uh, it's, it's, he's, he's just a bald white guy uh, with big glasses. Um, and he's uh, where other professors have kind of been in suits or like nice blouses and skirts. Um, he's wearing khakis and a polo. Uh, and he kind of walks in the door and looks around and heaves a big sigh. He's like, <sighs> hello, welcome to Comp 1. My name is Alan Vanderhaan. And I'm sure you're all just as excited to be here as I am. Okay, here's your syllabus. Uh, I'm sure you all know how to read. Um, we're going to be going over the basics of, uh, of rhetoric and of writing, editing, revising. We're going to read some stuff that some people wrote that will hopefully uh help you become better writers and stuff and yeah like uh when we talk about rhetoric does anybody know what we mean by that you know that's uh your guys's chance if either of you want to roll what what would the what would that role be you would what, roll, what, uh, what would we'll the role be like, like we'll language that, own um yeah language own um would be a good one or uh, you could even roll like creative writing for this if you want to increase that skill. Yeah. Um, I'll, uh, uh, yeah, I'll roll creative like, writing. Or if you want to take this time to uh, retrospectively roll for uh, literature, William, since you gave a cool answer about Beowulf, that, or not Beowulf, about a. Uh, uh, fucking Gilgamesh that I wasn't expecting and so didn't think to make you roll for it, you can roll literature instead. Um, and we'll just call it like a retrospective roll. Um, and then Norman, you can roll creative writing or language own, whatever you think is best for that. You can't I will try literature. Oh, why is it that? It should be <laughs> this. Yeah. Oofa doofa. Yep. That is a failure on literature. What if I wanted to wait until psychology class? You can wait. That just probably won't be till another, till a later episode. I just wanted to give everyone a chance to be like, to get one, you know, to level up one skill in this first, in this first school episode. I'll do that periodically. I'll try language then. Okay. Okay. So I got a 28, which is under my language of 60. Cool. So you succeed. Uh, and then uh, William, did you succeed in your check? Oh no, I failed. Hell yeah! So go ahead and mark off your um, language, and um, you know, uh, you say like, "Oh well, rhetoric is the art of 
uh, art of persuasion. And then you're like, oh, yeah, you could call it that. Uh, I, it's more than that, though. And, you know, he goes into like a douchey speech about how important <laughs> rhetoric is in your entire life, whatever. Um, every time you do anything slash exist, you are being persuasive. And then uh, he moves on. It's another normal syllabus day for the both of you. And that concludes your Monday classes. Um, Monahan is on a four-day school week. And therefore, every class period is 75 minutes, just as it would be on like a Tuesday-Thursday class if, um, you know, every class you know, meets for about two and a half hours a week, right? And so if there's Monday, Wednesday, Friday, you know, classes, class periods are 50 minutes. If it's Tuesday, Thursday, they're 75. Uh, but for this school, all class periods are 75 minutes, which means World Lit was 8 to 9.15. And then each of your other classes were 9.30 to 10.45. Um, and then you have the afternoon to chill before the activities fair. Uh, William goes back to the room, back to the dorm. Yeah. William, did you still need help setting up your switch? Yep. Yes, I do. Please come. We All can right, we can play okay. Smash Bros or something. Wait, really? Yes, I have all the DLC. Let's you're not, go. You're not just going to kick me out after I set it up? No, you may be a nerd, but I still think of you as a friend. Oh my god. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, what do the rest of you do? Or the other two of you? Marcy's gonna go back to her room before the whole fair or whatever and get in like half of her workout because she realizes that homework's gonna get in the way of that probably. Okay, smart move. And then Reggie, what are you doing? You know... I feel like Reggie's going to go on a nice walk. Is there is there like any any naturey places that aren't a quad or are they too far away? No, there's um the lake on the western edge of campus uh is um there's kind of a a walking path, you know, just kind of concrete. Um there's some um, uh it looks like a place a lot of like families will come out and take walks or like ride bikes. Um, and yeah, there's like a walking trail around the lake. The full loop would probably take you like an hour and a half. Um, if you want to do any like looking around nature or, you know, any, you can take your time with it. But if you're just walking, probably take you like an hour and a half. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, Reggie's just gonna head out to the quad, I think, or no, over by the lake and he's just gonna mm-hmm. br- Get the book out of his backpack and do some reading by the water. Nice. Yeah, we're going to assume somewhere in there uh, you all eat lunch, uh, either separately or together. Uh, and then um, dinner, there's actually each um, each dorm has kind of a, um, a celebratory catered dinner uh, at some point during the week. Um, the, the first week of school where... So there's a small dining hall in each dorm building um, that is for such kind of occasions. Um, and so 
yeah, each dorm kind of has its own, um, its own fancy dinner the first week of school where it's the same catering company, which is why they have to stagger it. Um, so they just do one each night of the week and it, um, Monday happens to be Forsyth's, Forsyth Hall's, uh, special beginning of the school year dinner. Um, Mom definitely made some like extra cookies, even though. Oh they yeah, were there's a dessert table catered, with yeah. like the normal like you want the chocolate cake or the yellow cake, and then there's like a cookie platter from <laughs> um, from <laughs> Mrs. Guile that she kind of just snuck in there. That's um, you you can tell they're like her homemade cookies, um, and yeah, do y'all? We won't have like an extended scene for dinner because I really want to. Um, focus on the the activities fair at seven but uh i do want to know again are you who's eating together who's eating by themselves by this point i think really quick before um before william and norman went came down i think norman ran in his room i was like nor wait here wait here william and he ran in his room and he came back with a little (laughs) words let me start over he comes back with a little Polaroid camera and just says, okay, smile. And just before it takes it. Nope. Not. And then he just, he like goes, okay, cool. Thank you. And then he runs and he just throws it on his bed. Doesn't even look at it or anything. He just, okay, cool. You ready for dinner? Yes. Okay. Head, and we head downstairs. All right. What is the food at the dinner? Uh, the food at dinner is, um, there's uh there's pork chops um encrusted with something you can't really tell uh and there's green beans a salad and um like rolls uh william just checks if there's garlic if there's not he's eating it because he's allergic uh yeah they're and the door the dorm mom knows that yeah so, so um the caterers that are kind of serving the food the pork chops are at like kind of like the, the the carving station but obviously there's no like carving there's just someone kind of to serve the meat onto your plate um and so from the caterers and so you you discreetly ask them if there's garlic um and they uh have a little binder that has all the you know nutritional information they check it real quick garlic isn't really on the list of normal of like common allergens they have to kind of flip to the recipe to make sure there's no garlic but they assure you that um the, the the crust on the pork chops does contain garlic, but um, this you know you can have the salad or the green beans. Everything else um, will be fine. Vegetarian tonight, hell yeah! <laughs> and yeah, um, so you eat dinner. Filling up on rolls. Uh, it is getting close to seven p.m. The time of the um of the activities fair uh and you pop one more look at that flyer um and i want to know before i say the thing i want to say uh if anything stands out to you about this flyer that you might need to know before attending the fair it says dress Uh, appropriately on it yeah it does say dress appropriately doesn't it yeah. Uh, to our listeners, the flyer says, uh, on the first page it says, Latin Club. And then there is kind of the 
the Latin club motto, which is Aude Sapere. And it says, find our booth at the activities fair, August 23rd, 7 p.m., Northwest Lawn. Dress appropriately. Uh, and the back of the flyer says, history, culture, art, mythology. Join us this semester as we read the Tibayad of Statius and explore the world of Roman poetics. And yeah, so you wonder what dress appropriately might be might mean. Yeah, uh, how do you? What does it mean? Do you guys have any idea what this means? Uh, I'll, I'm probably just won't wear my suit jacket. Like, how do you dress Latin? I mean, the one guy wore like a suit of armor. I don't have a suit of armor. I think they're referring to a toga. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh no. I could I could use a bed sheet, I guess. I guess I could use a bed sheet if that's what I guess talking. I can use a bed sheet. I think sheet. we all have to use a bed sheet. I'm gonna right. I'm just gonna bring the bed sheet as a backup if that's required, but I'm just gonna dress. I'll figure it out. I mean, I could freewheel a little bit. Anyone else want to go in just a toga, or is that just me? I'm. I don't want to be the only like four people who show up in a toga. Toga, 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 toga. I'm sorry. I'm just gonna carry it in my my backpack. Reggie puts on the toga and is completely nude underneath it. <laughs> <laughs> William is doing the same thing. Norman has pants on underneath the toga. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so Also, I wanna say like quick little insight into Reggie's mind. He knows it's most likely not the appropriate dress wear, but it sounds really fun. Good. Excellent. Yeah. I, yeah. Okay. Yeah. William knows yeah, Here we go then. <laughs> yeah so i'm curious the toga is a little revealing um so i wanted to know since the sun it's 7 p.m in august the sun probably hasn't quite gone down at seven um so i was wondering if william you're doing anything extra for, to protect your sensitive skin from the sun um i i think william is just going to try to stick to shadows as much as he can. Okay. The shade of trees. Um, and like, he figures, how tall is Reggie? Uh, that's a good question. How tall is Reggie? That's a good question. How tall is Reggie? <laughs> that's a good question. Give me a sec. Reggie is... Uh, he's... Medium wiry build. You know what? I'll say he's he's five ten. Um, although William is a little bit taller, he's gonna try and stand to where Reggie's gonna block some of the sun as well. Okay, nice. Um, yeah, we'll say that's fine. There's plenty of trees to kind of um stand under for shade. Uh, so y'all make your way to the activities fair. There's booths for Everything from the anime club to chess club to intramural sports. Um, and yeah, you can visit with anyone, sign up for any of them, um, get on an email list for interest. Uh, but yeah, you do notice that the 
you do see the booth that you assume is for the Latin club because it has a big poster that looks a lot like the flyer. It has the same uh, uh, museum looking background and a black and white photo of uh, what appears to be the the statue of David. Um, And yeah, you see that and make your way over there. And uh, Joga, Joga, yeah, uh, nobody else is wearing togas. Even what appear to be the new freshmen uh, have chosen to wear, um, yeah, have chosen to wear suits. uh, Except for uh, you see him again. You see Calvin Borntrager. He appears to also be signing up for the Latin Club, and he is. Yeah, he has. He's wearing the same like Crusader helmet, but he's swapped out his, um, you know, his his late medieval Crusader armor for um, some some Roman centurion armor. So, still in armor, but like the same helmet he always wears. <laughs> he didn't pick a helmet to match the armor. And Reggie goes, "See, um, this guy gets it." Also, I was going to say, because like, uh, so like just in case it was a toga thing, Marcy's wearing shorts. However, she's just wearing like for her. So like, so it's like looks slightly more appropriate. She has a blazer on, but just like a t-shirt on underneath. That is super cute. And I love it. This is probably the, uh, the most, uh, stylishly dressed any you, any of you have seen Marcy up to this point. Yes, um, you can you can now fully see her massive legs. <laughs> calves of steel. Calves of utter steel. <laughs> yeah. Um so the who appears to be kind of the ringleader of the gang. Uh and just for fun, I wonder if any of you remember his name. You see the um the taller, skinnier black man. And the uh, the the stocky guy with the um, the glasses and the messy hair that you saw from uh, in the in the tunnels. Tedward was your name. Tedward. Ted? His name is Ted. And when you oh dang, <laughs> he looks over at you and he's like, ah, well, glad to see that. Uh, glad to see the four of you can make it. I'm sure. Uh, hey, uh, Morgan, look at look who's here. Morgan kind of turns to fully face you all, fully ignores the uh, the freshman that he's been talking to, uh, and um, he kind of strides over to you elegantly, and he looks at you and says, "Well, isn't this a lovely surprise? Oh, I'm so glad that you received and accepted our invitation." Thank you for coming. Uh, if you care for any refreshments, we have lemonade. And if you wouldn't mind each of you just signing uh, your name and your email on this uh, sheet of paper, rips it out of another freshman's hand to hand it to you all. And yeah, it's like a clipboard. Like, uh, yes, name, email, uh, and that is all I need from you, and we will contact you. Well, okay. Before I do that, do any of you have any questions about the 
Latin club. Our toga's going to be required at every meeting. Only if you want them. I happen to think you look fabulous. Yes. Also, yeah, quick question. What does dress appropriately exactly mean? It means whatever you want it to mean. This was this was just for fun. We always put a little language like that because we're fun like that. Oh, gotcha. A language thing, so you're playing with language. Cool. Exactly. You have yes. lemonade, but do you have any grapes? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, let's. <laughs> there's like one of those like Sam's Club fruit trays that has grapes and strawberries and you know cantaloupe <laughs> and then a few kinds of cheese on there, you know. And then a duck walks. I was up. making it. Yeah. And then a duck walks. <laughs> I was oh making God, a joke, no. but you actually do have grapes. Hell yeah! <laughs> no, I fell right. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus fuck. Um. Yeah, but yeah, he um kind of just gestures again with the paper just to see if um, you will sign it. He seems especially interested in uh, you, William, and in Marcy. He seems to be especially trying to proffer the inv- invitation uh, to the two of you. Which one's offering the invitation? Morgan, Morgan, the taller guy. Morgan, yes. Okay. He just seems to be, and he's wants all of you to sign up, but he seems to especially be uh, gravitating towards William and Marcy. Marcy uh, takes a thing and she signs up. William signs his name. Norman comes back from getting grapes and signs <laughs> signs their name. You got the juice all over the paper, Norman. I'm sorry, I just love grapes so much. <laughs> Norman's crazy. And now I waddle away. Now I'm waddling away. Um. So yeah, and then Reggie, do you also sign? Yeah. Nice. Okay. Um, Morgan takes the clipboard back, and he he surveys all of you one last time, and he's like, "All right, then we will contact you for initiation procedures." <laughs> <laughs>